Are you ready for the end of the world? You are listening to Your Community Spirit, yes. the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the end of the world as we know it. Yes, <laughs> and with all these uh, zombies and such about on Halloween, it must be the end of the world. This so. this is a happening day. Yes, it's very happening. Uh, well, part of it is this is the day that's the closest to the netherworld, right? Uh, yes. It's, this is when the ve- ve- <laughs> the veil yes. thins. The veil is thin. And, you know, if, if, you're, if you're scared of the, uh, those who departed on and it's a spooky Halloween, we must placate the spirits by scaring them away. Right. But if you're, uh, for me, it's uh, a holiday called Samhain in which we honor the people who have passed away. Yeah, well, I mean, mm. hopefully the people who've passed on were your friends. I yeah. mean, <laughs> that you miss them. Yeah, it sort of shows, like, do you have more enemies than friends? If you're scared of those who have passed on, then <laughs> that's a bad sign. Oh, yeah, I it, guess so. If this time of year makes you think of loved ones, then you probably have a lot of love, loving people in your life. Yeah, so. Yeah. A few happenings. Today is the last Friday of the month, and so... The last Friday of every month, there is Critical Mass. Yes, Critical Mass. And they're having, uh, it's happening at 5 p.m. in front of the student centers when they start. They, they gather there, and then they ride around town. And since, I know some people have been celebrating the unofficial Halloween and such with costumes, but since this is the actual Halloween, if you want to wear your costumes during the Critical Mass, oh, man. then that's definitely encouraged. As long as, you know, it's not some sort of mask you could barely see out of. Like, ah, oh, where am I going? <laughs> I jumped, went to jump on my bike this morning, and it had a flat tire. So uh, I'm going to have to try to get it fixed by this evening in the mix of all the other stuff I have to do. Yeah. Like, I have a bunch of paperwork to do because, well, um, I just spent all day yesterday putting in a uh, system. And I actually said, send some shouts out. I've never done that before. Send a shout out on the radio. Shout First out. of all, <laughs> to my sister. She got her diploma in the mail. Oh, that's cool. She actually got it in the mail, and my m- it was in my mail, and I've been carrying it around for a week, and I haven't looked at my mail. So <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. Um, otherwise, uh, shout out to, let's see if I can remember everybody who helped me put in the two solar systems the last couple mm-hmm. weeks. Um, Derek, John, <laughs> Jeff, Neth, um, let's see everybody up on the roof yesterday. Uh, Juan got up there. I actually did get up there for a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was a very steep roof. And I, although I'm a solar installer, I'm <laughs> scared of heights. <laughs> and it was on a second story on the top of a hill. Yeah. <laughs> and it was getting windy up there. So it was just like... And I'm kind of wide, so, yeah, it was kind of blowing me around. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I missed somebody. Um, I had some people come. Man, I'll remember later. Uh, yes. And we also want to thank the sun for providing us with that energy. That's true. <laughs> we, um, it ended up being, p- we were having little problems right at the end, um, there was a, uh, I had to reprogram the inverter, and um, we, it actually finally synchronized and started putting out power, and right as the sun was setting. So literally, 
it was on for five minutes, <coughs> less than five minutes. Yeah. It was like 43 watts, and then it went down to 38, and then 25, and, you know, it was just like, and then, uh, of course, it said low power and mm-hmm. sh- shut itself off. It yeah. kept trying to come back on because there was a little bit still coming, but I remember Julie came, and she tramped all over the roof and took a bunch of pictures. Huh. Um... I'm sure there's somebody else. A lot of people just like to come and admire. Yeah, <laughs> see what's going on. Yeah, so admire the power of solar. My shout out, my shout outs. Oh, uh, yes, and I had I had one thing more thing about the critical mass too, that you know usually they they ride around town and they may have a predetermined route or whatever, but then they finish off. But now they've got a, another event at the end of it. It's the um, um, they're doing a protest at the subway, well, a demonstration, I should say, at the subway to talk about the Coalition for Immokalee Workers, because that's been an ongoing issue for a while now, you know, people not getting paid enough for the work that they do, and so they go and try to uh, do do the fast food places that actually sell the tomatoes that they pick. They encourage them to make a deal and improve the wages. Yeah. So... I was very disappointed to find out subway, because, I mean, a lot of major companies have already, you know, caved in to the pressure to raise the price that they pay the workers a penny per pound. Yeah. And that's that actually almost doubles their wages. Yeah, a penny it does. Per pound. For such a small amount for them, for the supplier, you know, it creates such a good benefit for the worker. So um, I know Burger King has caved in. Um, has McDonald's caved in? Um, I think so. I'm not I sure. I think so. But I do know that they're focusing on Subway now. Yeah, and focusing on Subway now. And I tend to eat there a lot because it's one of the few places you actually get vegetables as far yeah. as fast food goes. Yeah, and I will, I will say, you know, I, I love Subway, so I eat there sometimes. And I'm going to stop, not starting today, I'm going to stop and not eat at Subway until the Coalition for Immokalee Workers tells me that, you know, Subway has made a deal. Ooh. <laughs> So You're going to bring them down. Yeah, I'm, my single-handedly, you know, uh, you know, a, a sub every week or two, that'll shut down their entire national uh, yeah. business. <laughs> well, most people, yeah. But if we, you know, if people work together, it'll happen. And so what time is that at? That's at, it's at the end of the critical mass, so it's about 5.40 to 6. Okay. And it's at the subway on East Grand in Carbondale. Got it. Um, today, did you know that today is Halloween? Yes. Uh, I sort of heard about that somewhere. <laughs> Halloween film night. Or should we say fright night? Uh, film fright night. Uh, uh, frightening free film Friday. <laughs> <laughs> See? Or free frightening film Friday. I'm not even going to try to say that. The regular listeners know I have a hard time articulating stuff unless I enunciate. And so I can say big issues on the big screen at the Big Muddy IMC. Because they're all big, and I practice that a lot at home. So, tonight, there is actually a three-up. At 7 p.m., which is the regular time for films at the IMC, there's cover-up. This film is by former Carbondale community organizer. Why is that a bad word now? It's like, um, by a former Carbondale community organizer, Barbara Trent. It's about the Iran-Contra scandal and how Ronald Reagan's friends cut a deal with the Iranian theocracy to sell arms and hold the Americans hostage until after his election against Jimmy Carter. Yep. Whoa. That's a big one. That is a very big one. <laughs> this is, this, wow. Uh, yeah, I've... 
See, I've, I'm familiar with this story. I've heard about this, but it doesn't it doesn't make the mainstream media a lot. It's, uh, it's important to show this film so people know about it. Huh. And then at 10 p.m., after a roundup discussion of that film, that's going to be a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, um, there is the Sarah Palin Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Before, at 12 p.m., the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Now, the Student Center, they always show the Rocky Horror Picture Show every year. Yeah. But for some reason, they're not showing it this weekend. It's yeah, Halloween yeah. weekend. They're showing it next weekend. <laughs> so the IMC is stepping in and providing yes. the necessary <laughs> entertainment on Halloween evening. There's the Sarah Palin Horror Picture Show at 10 p.m. There's a couple of young, web-savvy film editors who are putting together a compilation of Sarah Palin's greatest hits, greatest mists, weird background expose, and, and some satirical treatment of the nut job who would be vice president. <laughs> it will be funny, but yeah, really, really, really scary. President Sarah Palin, be afraid, be very afraid. Yeah. <laughs> see, it's it's a good combination of the three things they're showing tonight, because at 7 p.m. you get to see cover-up, which is scary without being at all funny. It's just It's just scary what you know, Reagan and his people did. Then at 10 p.m. it transitions to being both scary and funny. <laughs> and then at 12 a.m. with Rocky Horror, it, it just gets funny. And, yeah. And so it's like real, real but funny, funny but not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a nice segue. <laughs> it's like, so, that's the Big Muddy IMC yes. happenings. And the other happening we have is, of course... Um, wrapping up the Habitat for Humanity house, and they will need around six to eight volunteers, and that is noon, I mean, um, eight till noon, over on Washington Street. <coughs> yes. And also, get your, <coughs> I think, I think, I wonder if there's a farmer's market tomorrow. If there is, it's the last one. Yeah. Oh, actually, let's see. Or is it all the way through November? I don't remember now. <laughs> I, it always trips me up because it says November on the sign. Yeah, then but is that, that the beginning the or the end of November? Well, I think it matters just how much veggies they have. Yeah. Because now it's like I'm sure they're going to have a farmer's market tomorrow because all the pumpkins and potatoes and squashes that are just now coming in. Yeah. yeah so huh. get your chance to go out there and then give me a call and let me know what is there there. Um, I have to go to Paducah to do a zero-energy home design. Oh, so, any yeah. other happenings? Uh, yes, actually, there's one more late-breaking happening that I just heard about last night. So recently, I didn't get to write it down, but I remembered, because I'm that good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't let people think that, because people constantly tell me about happenings, and I said... You can't give it to me on paper. You can't tell me about it. You have to email yeah, it to me. You have to email to be sure. If, <laughs> if you don't email it to me, then I like you know I roll a die to see randomly whether or not I remembered it. <laughs> so and I rolled well this morning. Okay, before I distract you. <laughs> yeah. So it's the uh, another big muddy IMC happening, which is at two fourteen North Washington in Carbondale. Um, they I don't think they have a title for this event, but it's a it's they're showing clips that are related to the election. Um, on Monday, since the election's coming up on Tuesday, which is a happening which we didn't technically mention, but we're sort of assuming you know, but we shouldn't assume, you know. Uh, coming up on Tuesday is the election. <laughs> so related to that, on Monday night, they're showing clips. Um, I think they've got a couple of things planned starting at 7 p.m. 
the one that sounded interesting was, uh, um, I think it was from Democracy Now. They were showing, it showed, they had a couple of questions, and it had like the uh, McCain's answers and Obama's answers, but then it also had uh, Nader's answers and Cynthia McKinney's answers. So like to compare the f- what the four, those four candidates had to say on the you issue. You almost said the four presidential candidates. Yeah. Because there's, <laughs> there's I, more than there's four. Like there's like seven. There's, well, there's, there's a bazillion. There's people we don't even know about in a small town in Iowa. Oh, yeah, know. like the alcohol <laughs> party or the prohibition party. or Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> so I try not to put a number on it. But four of, four of the large candidates. Right. Uh, they're not, you know. Some gigantic. of them are at large. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they don't get much mainstream press. So. Yeah. So that's uh, Monday at uh, 7 p.m. at the IMC. And, of course, Tuesday, the biggest happening that's probably going to happen for a long time is voting. Now, I have actually already early voted, and you can, I, the, the people at the courthouse said you could early vote t- today until 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can't vote on Monday, but you can vote on Tuesday, wherever you're supposed to go normally. Um, a million people in the state of Illinois has already early voted. <laughs> yeah. So they expect this to be overwhelming. Yes, you can be a million and one. Yeah, you can <laughs> be a million and one. Go and vote today. You can vote until 4 p.m. at the courthouse. Yeah, and I'm, g- I'm going to vote on Tuesday. I just like voting on the day itself. <laughs> Make it a party. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Take the day off. Go party. See, I've already got Tuesdays off, so it works out pretty well. Hey, there you go. See, I, I hated it before that, you know, a lot of people would go, didn't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, you, you only had that day. Um, and yeah. so now you, you can early vote, and it makes a big difference. So. Yeah, it does. So let's get into some news. Yes, news. Is there news? Has anything happened in the past <laughs> week? Uh, anything at all? Um, talking about voting... Um, Gore power to you. Yeah. Sounds like a holiday uh, uh, headline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of that. I was just thinking more power to you, but gore power to you. Yes. But we're not talking about the, the power of guts and gore. <laughs> Maybe we are. The power of Al and gore. <laughs> Al and gore. Al gore. Al gore calls on young people to get out to vote on climate. In a live webcast on Wednesday night, Al Gore implored young Americans to get out the vote and demand action on the climate crisis and energy independence. Have you heard of PowerVote.org? Here's what the website says. We are 302,492 young Americans demanding real solutions to global warming by voting to create a clean energy economy, green jobs for all, and to secure our climate. Join us. I pledge to make clean, just energy a top priority in my vote this election. And I actually went to the website, and you can actually watch the, you know, the live webcast. Of course, they recorded it. Yeah. And there's a spotlighted video on their website, and it shows students from this university right here. Uh, yep. The spotlighted video. Um, there's the top ten schools that got pledges for voting, and then um, honorable mention, and SIUC is honorable mention. Yes. Uh, they were on the top ten, but a lot of them out there are really hustling. Yeah. And it's a big contest to see who gets the most. And they actually had, like, a, a Facebook, um, 
a lady got to be on the webcast because she got the most pledges on her Facebook group. Huh. Yeah. And so she got to be flown into Nashville to meet Al Gore and huh. be part of the webcast. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's like the power of the Internet and yes, the power of the youth. Yes, power of youth organizing. <laughs> so we'll see here soon. Yes. Are the youth going to step out and show their power? Yeah, that sounds like it. 302,000 is a pretty impressive number, and I know the people here had a big part to do with that. I saw them out there, you know, doing all the power vote stuff, getting it done. Getting it done. So, what else we got? Okay, so let's see. Uh, other news? Uh, we've, we've got to, uh, I've got to mention... Uh, Whenever Walmart's in the news, I like to mention it because of how much I love Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> That's sarcasm, in case you don't know. I don't love Walmart. Uh, it's sprawl or nothing. Walmart scales back expansion plans due to poor economy. Walmart announced this week that it will scale down its expansion plans in fiscal year... Wait a second. It said poor economy? I think it's because you don't shop there. Yeah, that's what it is. Finally, you know, my personal boycott is starting to bring them down. Poor economy, my butt. <laughs> Yeah, tree well, songs you know, power. Yeah, my power. You know, I, I spend I spend thousands a year at the co-op, and so, you know, keeping that away from Walmart is probably having an impact on the local economy. Probably. <laughs> so uh, it's sprawl or nothing. Walmart announced this week that it will scale down its expansion plans in fiscal years 2009 and 2010 due to concerns about a weaker economy. Uh, they built 243 new stores this year. But uh, in these relatively uncertain times, they said they plan to construct just 212 new stores <laughs> in 2009 and 177 in 2010. I guess for them that's scaling back. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this ad on TV. It's a KFC ad, and it says it's called Family Meal Challenge, a new commercial from KFC challenges the American public to create a family meal for less than $10 and then says it can't be done. Oh. Now, every week, I put together something called the International Slow Food Dinner mm -hmm. at the Interface Center. We cook at 6 p.m., and different international chefs, um, just regular people, but each week is a different main cook. Yeah. And the budget is $20. <laughs> and we feed an average of 12 to 15 people yeah. for $20. <laughs> That's serving international food. Now, maybe you can't feed a family for $10 on Kentucky Fried... I was going to say crap. <laughs> oh, wait, I did say it. <laughs> um, but you can do it if you serve international food. Yeah. If you do rice, if you do lentils, if you do veggies, stir-fry, Chinese food, stir um, Indian food, um, Mexican food, all these are possible to do. Uh, so far, we haven't had a cook cook meat. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. One of these, one of the main cooks will cook meat one day, and there will go the budget. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I guess I've been living the life, you know, I... Uh, my my food budget for each day is less than ten dollars. So you know three three of me eating a meal, it's like you know three people eating one meal. Right. <laughs> so it's like I, I'm pulling it off. And you you probably buy like all good food too. Yeah, I buy I buy most like a lot of organic. I buy you know as much local as I can. I buy 
you know, I try to support the local economy and the organic economy. Yeah. So it's it's without even resorting to, you know, cheap terrible food. <laughs> I, I'm pulling it off. So, so do we need to throw uh, have a commercial like you can sp- have a meal for less than ten dollars for yeah. family. See, what KFC is probably comparing to is the other fast food places. Right. So that's not a valid comparison. <laughs> True. That's probably it. Yeah. I guess you're right. So, huh. Well, I don't know. You could... G- I'm trying to think of another fast food place. Probably. Yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> yeah. Because for $10, you can get either, you know, rice or pasta and then a really nice sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and feed S- a family. Sauce it up. <laughs> so, what else we got? Did you know that today is Vampire Day? Oh, I didn't know that. It makes sense it being Halloween and all. (laughs) If you need a little help getting into the Halloween spirit for today, Best Buy is helping you out by encouraging you to kill vampires. (laughs) Now we're talking about a vampire that everybody has in their house. That's right, you too have a vampire. Yes. (laughs) Showing a sense of humor and naming today National Vampire Awareness Day the company is hoping to show consumers the scary hidden vampire power problems lurking in their very own homes. Need a little reminder about the scope of the problem? Vampire power is the electricity that consumer electronics and appliances use when they are switched off (laughs) or in standby mode. When they appear to be dead, but they are in fact undead. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) This insidious phenomenon is responsible for wasting an estimated $4 billion in the U.S. annually. And the Department of Energy notes that this figure will rise by 20% by 2010. 40% of all electricity used to power electronics and appliances in the average American home is consumed while they are turned off. Yes. 40% of your power is when your things are off. 40% of your power bill, too. (laughs) (laughs) So vampire power consumes enough energy to equal the output of 17 power plants. Now that is scarier than a bag full of ghosts thrown at your front door. Mm -hmm. So a few tips. Well, the easiest thing is unplug things when you're not using them. Yes. Now, if you have a lot of electronic stuff and you don't want to unplug all 20 things or 30 things or 50 things or whatever, put it on a plug strip. Flip the switch when you're not using it. Yes. Do not leave mm-hmm. the plug strip on the floor behind the counter. Put it right there up in front of your face, and when you're not using it, switch it off. Yes, the plug strip is like the garlic or the vampire. T- <laughs> <laughs> we could go on and on about this. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, like it's a fun <laughs> metaphor to play with. So... um there, there are many different ways of calling it. I mean, there's phantom load, idle current, vampire power, wall wart, uh, energy gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> but basically it's stuff that's using energy and sucking it out of you. Yeah. Sucking it right out of your wallet. So kill your vampire, flip off the garlic strip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, activate the garlic power. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> What else? You got another one? Oh, let's see. We could. We've got enough time. We can probably just mention a couple of the headlines. All right. Where am I at? A mission accomplished. China concedes that they are producing more pollution than the U.S. Of course. 
ninety percent of that pollution is making products for the U.S. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's see. And also, dude, where's my car dealership? Hundreds of U.S. car dealerships going out of business. Uh, well, they'll have to start making electric cars. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Yeah, may we suggest a nice bike shop instead, or yeah. <laughs> electric scooter dealership. So, the coal hard facts. Reliance on coal ain't cheap, study said. A new study says that the, the using coal to fuel China's economy is costing $248 billion last year in hidden costs. Yeah. You know, that includes environmental damage and, you know, health damage. Um, we didn't count it here, and so China doesn't really count it. So, yeah, following our example. So, another uh, scary Halloween news: Gather ye coral polyps while ye may. Climate treaty is likely to be too little, too late to save the world's coral reefs, a study says. So we can still work on it anyway, but uh, a lot of coral are still going to die even if we take action right now. And we're just, comes down to we're addicted to our overindulgence of energy and um, oil. But we could totally quit if we wanted to. Hmm. World could be fossil free by 2090, study says. The world could wean itself off fossil fuels entirely by 2090 with trillions of dollars worth of investments in renewable energy and concerted worldwide push, according to a study just released by Greenpeace and the European Renewable Energy Council. Straight to the source, Reuters. Now, I threw this in. We're going to have to mention this a little bit. Different ways to put a roof over your head in these tense times. Uh, tense times. It's spelled tense, T-E-N-T-S. Yes. <laughs> and they showed... Um, there was a big picture of a tent city in, what was it, Reno, Nevada. And it isn't just the drunks and the disturbs. At this tent city in Reno, Nevada, 7 in 10 were from the area where the housing market has cratered, the tourism industry is in the dumps, and construction jobs have disappeared. They are the modern-day Hoovervilles, or should we say Bush Burbs? <laughs> bush Burbs. I haven't heard that before. I like that. There you go, Bush Burbs. Um, and then there's a couple designers who invented a few things um, for the homeless. One of them is a cart, like a shopping cart that flips over and becomes a personal little house. Yeah. But the one I like the best, you scroll uh, down and see that picture? Yeah, I like this picture here. It's, it's shaped like a car, and it's a tent. Sometimes it's hard to find a place to park your tent. And so literally it looks like a car, kind of cloth-made, and it takes up the space of a car. Yeah. So you just move into your car tent, and they're talking about in the future they could rent spots for people to put their tents <laughs> instead of their car. Yeah. But yeah. it seems like a car would be cheaper and better built. <laughs> and you could just get one of these car tents to put over your car. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too, to cover the car. Yeah, it's like you could just get one of those car covers and just have a spot where it's cut out where your door is so you can just open actually open the door but the whole car still stays covered with the car cover <laughs> i just invented a new item <laughs> yeah so there's a whole pile of happenings this weekend i want to remind everybody to get out while it's sunny while it's cool perfect time to get out and get around yes we'll see you again next month next month on the other side of the veil on the other side of the veil <laughs> stay energized